Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Hey, I am specifically talking about leading. And how are you leading? What type of leader would you describe yourself as? 
I thought about leadership because look at the title. I'm so surprised Glenn put this title because there's no cursing in the room. However, it's right there. And I'm like, hmm, what would you like me to say right now? You need me, you need a kick in the booty. And you know what? Get on up in here. Today, I want to kick you to the tune of a lead ladder, right? Imagine a ladder. Imagine yourself stepping up, stepping up, stepping up, but this one only has four steps and it's in the steps of L-E-A-D. So when I go through this today, I just want you to challenge yourself, close your eyes and really imagine yourself stepping up on this lead ladder, according to Lolita E. Walker. Now you're not gonna fall, it's not tall enough for you to fall. You're gonna be stable on each one, but you possess each one of these. And I'd love for you to think about which one really resonates with you? Which of these strategies today, when you think about your leadership, really hones in on you? And then which one are you gonna take today and say, you know what? I'm gonna do a little something differently today because I am committed to leading more intently and differently as a result of this lead model. And why am I talking to you about this lead ladder? Well. I think it's so important. You know, we show up on this app every day. We show up in our work, our life, our home. And sometimes we forget that there's people that's looking up to us. There's people that's on a side willing to help us walk along the way. And then of course, there's always people that are looking down at us. But what if you remembered that you can show up in your leadership every single day? And I want you to be intentional on that. Right. I'm challenging myself at the same time as I'm challenging each one of you all this morning. And this is about climbing your lead ladder. So I'm going to tell you what they are first, and then I'm going to talk through them a little bit. Then I'm going to open them up. And if anything resonates with you, I'd love to chat about it. All right. How does that sound? Are there folks that are woke on the stage today? Okay. Just I'm looking down. We have a big stage today. I love it. Yes, Oliver. I see you clapping. I see that you are here. Well, welcome, everyone. All right, the lead ladder, L, layer your leadership. Layer your leadership. Well, Olita, what does that mean? Layer your leadership is really all about recognizing that you are multifaceted. When you show up, when I show up, and I say this all the time, I am Lolita Emmanuel Walker. When I walk into a room, I am bringing my power, my passion, and my purpose every single time. It's like a wind. It's like an aura. And there's more of me. I show up in a personal development space. I show up as a power speaker. I show up as a powerful coach. I show up as a leader. I show up as a transformationalist. What is it that you want to show up as? And then here's the, here's the crazy question right here. Are you? How do you know? I want you to layer your leadership because there's not only one piece of you who shows up at the table. No, it's all of you. I did this segment yesterday on... Um, Good morning, Washington. And I talked about how to reclaim the forgotten you, how to reclaim it. And if you put that in a perspective of leadership and how we are showing up in all of our glory, there are pieces of us. And I truly do believe this. There are pieces of us, these little crevices that are hidden deep within us, whether it's your mind, your body, your spirit, whether it's your arm, your left toe, there's something right there that you could pull right on out of you and then project into the world. You've forgotten you. And I've been there. There's pieces of you that you've forgotten. The pandemic is here. We have pressures from work, life, or home. 
We have people yelling at us about a project. We have that inner critic that Kate was just talking about. We have all of these things. We have comparison. We have doubt. We have fear. We have all of these things, right? But there's something hidden within us that we absolutely love to do, which is the reason that people want to follow us, which is the reason why people are attracted to us. Pull it out because we're layering our leadership. We're pulling all of those things out to the table because we recognize that we are multifaceted. And when I look around and I look around and I see Renee Noor, I see Kate Vollman, I see Dora Marie, I see Gina, I see Crystal, I can go on and on and on. What do you stand for? And when was the last time you asked someone, when you think of me, what do you think of? I challenge you today. Today is all about layering your leadership. And what if you suppress that layer of how others see you? And here's the beauty of that question, everyone, particularly around leadership, is when you ask that question, sometimes what you recognize is what you're projecting out to the world. Sometimes what you get back, you're like, huh, I didn't know I showed up in all of that. True story. I do a women's weekend renewal retreat every year. And last night I was on a, um, I have a every other week a free Zoom um, that Jackie always reminds me that I don't tell anybody about. <laughs> but I have this every other week free Zoom call that I do with power women, just like a lot of you all inside of the room. And when I was in that room last night, we were on the call and true story, a woman, I don't know if she's in the room, if Stacy's in the room, um, but Stacy Luckett was on the line. And she said, Lolita, I gotta, I gotta tell you about this dear anxiousness right here, which is one of the poems in my book. And she said, I don't even know if you know, but I wanna take this stanza by stanza and I've got to tell you that I suffer from anxiety. And she said that what this was able to do is really talk to her and allow her to see right there, like she's laying beside of anxiety and how she's been laying beside of anxiety in her bed for all of these years and how she was able to talk to her dear anxiety. And as she replayed my words, I couldn't even believe that I had written it. The reason why I tell you that is because as we layer our leadership, and as we show up in all of ourselves, people will begin to replay what they see inside of us. And sometimes it becomes the greatness that you have yet to see in yourself. And that includes me. We know we're powerful. We know that people wanna follow us. We know that we're great at what we do, but sometimes it takes someone else to lean all the way in to tell you, just like with Kate, when someone can raise their hands and they can say, you know what, this is what I got out of that. There's power in that, you all. And you don't have to do it in public. You could do it in a DM. You can do it by asking, right? You could do it by literally sharing. Layering your leadership is recognizing that you are multifaceted and there's so much inside of you that you have yet to untap and unleash and it's waiting. So that's layering your leadership. If we have time, I'll do the strength um, soul work that Kate was talking about because part of layering your leadership is really understanding the power of what your strengths are. And sometimes we're unable to receive because we don't yet know what our strengths are. And I'm laughing with you because I'm sure if I chose somebody today, right now inside of this moment, there'll be so many that struggle with saying what their top three strengths are and you're not alone. And so I wanna be able to help you do that if we have time today. The E, is about educating and empowering. 
educating and empowering. We're talking about leadership because we're kicking ourselves now so that we can climb up this lead ladder with intention so that we show up differently and we show up not only with intention, but in all of us. Seriously, we've got to walk this lead ladder. Educate and empower. It's about knowing that not only do we talk motivation, inspiration, and education here, but what if you could pour into people the same things that you struggled with? Uh, who was I on the phone with the other day? And we were talking entrepreneurship. And, oh, it was Nicole. It was Nicole from um, Chris, Chris uh, or room. I was talking to Nicole on the phone the other day, and we were talking about media. And she said, I said to her, you know what is so interesting? When I leaped from the corporate space, I was in corporate for almost 20 years. When I leaped from the corporate space, I was so shocked in entrepreneurship. It was just so cutthroat. It, it just is a different type of animal. And I didn't know what I didn't know because I'd never been inside of this space. And I was telling her that when it came to education of entrepreneurship, it's like there's sharks that's right there. As soon as they hear entrepreneurship, it's like you have this thing on you and everybody wants to sell you their course, but you don't know what you don't know. So you don't know what to grab hold of. And I was sharing that I've been through so many ups and downs on my journey of entrepreneurship that I am ready to just share it. Like, here you go. Yes, I make money from some of them, but the tips, the tricks that we come inside of this space and share with you, you gotta take those because part of leadership is educating and empowering people to be able to climb the lead ladder, right? Why do I want you to struggle? Because I know I wish that I wish there was a me <laughs> when I jumped in here, not only would I save a whole lot of money, but I didn't know what I didn't know educate others on your journey upward through your leadership. I hope that makes sense. Educate and then empower people. You can't do it alone, so why not empower the next one? This is Women's History Month. Why not take the action to empower a woman today? What can you do to help empower her and give her the gift of voice, the gift of knowing, the gift of getting to a different type of table because, oh, I didn't know that. I was talking to Ramon Ray the other day. I don't know if he's in the room, but I was talking to Ramon Ray the other day on the phone. And he said to me, um, I was telling him, oh my gosh, I'm really struggling with this, this notion about this video editing. And I was telling him how overwhelmed I was. And I have this tendency that if I'm very overwhelmed, I know that you take things in steps and I know that there's the ask, but then I pushed it over to the side. We're talking about educating and empowering. So I leveraged the power of my voice and I was talking to Ramon about it. And he's like, you know, right there on your computer, literally, do you have a PC? Right there at your computer, just type in video editor. What? It changed my life. I didn't even know that was there. On your PC, in case you were like me and you were challenged at video editing and you just kept putting it to the side because it's something that wasn't an easy pick for you, at the bottom of your PC in the search in the window search bar, literally type video editor. Guess what y'all, it comes on your PC automatically. It's already there. You gotta ask the questions and then educate to empower others to be on their way, right? Oh my gosh, so much juiciness. So now we are layering our leadership, boom. Then we're educating and empowering. Let me pause right there because I'm giving you guys a lot before the A and the D. Did anybody wanna pop in? Okay. We following okay. you. We okay. tracking. Boom and bam. Boom and bam. Thanks, TM. That was TM, right? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And okay. the Lolita train is on the track. <laughs> yes. Keep going, girl. Hey, Sheila. <laughs> hey, Sheila. Love I love it. Love you. Okay. Oh, yes, I have to tell Lolita. a story, too. 
Yes, yes. I have a Sheila story too. I'll tell y'all in a second. Layering your leadership. We're already there. Educating and empowering. We're already doing that. All right. The A, because we're climbing up this ladder. We're climbing up this ladder. This A is about assessing, adjusting, and then addressing. Assessing, adjusting, and addressing. And you can mix and match those A's however you feel necessary. You could adjust. Then you assess. You could address it. Then you can assess it and adjust it however you want. The key is assessing, adjusting, and addressing. Why? Because we got to keep moving, y'all. We learn something different every single day. This information can be overloading, but when you choose to take pieces of it and this whole breadcrumb, when you choose to grab this piece of bread off the, off the trail that I'm dropping off right here and choose not to take the others, you will put it inside of your daily habits. You will make sure that you're showing up differently inside of your lead ladder, right? Absolutely. So you got to assess those things sometimes. And sometimes you picked up a habit and you might have to adjust. You might have to let go, but you need to address where it is that the gaps lay. And then you need to address all of the strengths that you picked up along the way. Right. Because remember, in layering your leadership, I told you that there's some things, there's some crevices that you have yet to, to, to unleash that's inside of you. Yes. Assess, adjust and address or address, assess and adjust. However you want it, mix and match it. But this 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 stoop on the ladder, is it called a stoop? This step on the ladder is so important. And here's the thing. You might be in one of these four for minutes, for months, sometimes for years reassessing. Sometimes, you know how when you're a little kid and you run up and down a step, sometimes you might be on that step hanging out. You might bring a friend and hang out right there. It's okay. And I want you to be able to do that. All right. The D, do your work. Stop playing in other people's lanes, y'all. Stop saying you're an expert in something that you're really not. Play in your lane. Do your work. Because when we each do our work, the collective is stronger. If, let me, oh my goodness. How many people have um, micro have been micromanaged before? It's the worst. It's the worst. You know what it is? It's a lack of trust. It is a sheer lack of trust while we micromanage. It is that we believe that we can do something bigger, better, and bolder. It is that we think that we have to do it in order for it to become perfect. But what if on this lead ladder at that top, the do your work also says delegate and disappear? Oh, that might have hit somebody differently today. What if the dad principle delegate and disappear was also there because when you do your work, you trust that others are capable and certified and ready to do their work. When you micromanage somebody, it doesn't make them feel good. It makes them feel like they're stepped on and that their, their gifts, right? That layering their leadership, you're pushing those layers further and further down. This is about clarity plus confidence equals commitment. This is about showing all the way up because you trust you. Doing your work is you trusting you. Delegating and disappearing is you knowing that I am a powerful leader. I'm a powerful leader. Therefore, I am equipped to be able to showcase this talent to someone else and bring all of their greatness out because what makes an effective leader is that you're, the folks that are under you are able to lead in your absence. You shouldn't need to be there all the time. 
Why? Because you've layered your leadership, because you've educated and you've empowered, because you've assessed, you've adjusted, and you've addressed along the way, and because you are capable of doing your work. Does that make sense? Makes perfect sense to me. Do your work. So this is the lead ladder that I wanted to share with you all today. And before we go further, I, I said that I had a Sheila story, and I absolutely do. You know, Sheila is a great example of this lead ladder. And she doesn't know I'm going to say this because I didn't even know she was coming in the room today. But I want to give you an example of someone showing up in leadership without you being a direct report of theirs. So I met Sheila on this app. And I want to talk to you about the lead ladder and how she exemplifies that. Layering your leadership. Some people hear Sheila and you hear a jingle, right? Some of you guys had the amazing opportunity to see her on hashtag rise and grind actually when she came on and she enjoyed um, our power, what was it, two hours? Maybe it was a power hour. And she's just amazing musician, but she has so many different layers to her. And I got to see a different piece of Sheila. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was in Monica Floyd's room on a, on a Friday night. And I forget exactly what the power question was that night. Uh, it, I know what it was. It was, if you had 30 minutes as your higher self, like you were vibing at your highest self and you had 30 minutes of that piece of you to gift to somebody, who would you gift it to? And I said, I would gift it to my son. And somebody later on, they weren't directly talking to me, but you heard people say so many different things. And um, they made the comment that, you know, sometimes it's easy for us to give our highest self to our children, to our mothers, our fathers, these people that are closest to us. And I said, um, well, you know what? I chose my son because he's really struggling right now. He has this syndrome is called um, Alice in Wonderland syndrome. And what happens in that is that the room expands that he's in and everything gets really small, like a dollhouse it gets really small and he's it happened before he got diagnosed when he was seven he's nine now but it's happening more and more frequently more and more frequently and this comes back to layering your leadership because um sheila i don't know that sheila said anything in that moment but what i do know is i got a ping in my text message and it was literally you guys a six page i might cry if i say it a six page handwritten note that started off dear walker and it said, I have 30 minutes before I start my show and I wanted to gift this time to you. And she literally went through, I couldn't even read it all. I waited to read it with my son. But when I say layer your leadership, the power that is inside of you, inside of Sheila in this instance, to be able to take what I said, relate it to her having had um, similar um expressions when she was younger or maybe even now was able to then write literally write and take what we were talking about take that leadership and then educate my son and empower him through her words right i was able then to grab it because she's on her second step of the ladder and then i was able to address my son with her words right there not only that we facetimed her we FaceTimed her and, and Sheila poured into my son something amazing, amazing. And he invited her into what he calls Little City. There's power in that lead ladder, right? 
It doesn't mean you have to be a leader that is sitting at an executive table because each of us are showing up as leaders every single day. How are you layering your leadership? How are you layering these pieces that are inside of you and educating and empowering? How are you assessing, adjusting and addressing and using other people's, the information you gain from other people to do your work? Sheila did her work. She did her work and she directly wrote a six page letter, literally handwritten to Walker. That I will never forget. And that now has has shaped me to be able to tell Sheila right now inside of this moment, I've told her over and over again, I'm telling you because every time it brings me to tears, that right there is such an example of powerful leadership. And you don't need to be at the forefront from that. The only reason you all know is because I shared it with you. Sheila doesn't need to have her lead ladder out in front of the crowd, right? But I got to pull from her lead ladder. I got to pull from it and I got to feel the power that is Sheila Swift. Sheila, are you there or did you hang up? <laughs> no, I'm here and I'm in, I'm in, I'm in go good God tears. I love you so much. Thank you. Wow. I mean, wow. And y'all, hi y'all. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> Lolita, gosh, we just love you. And, and what an honor. What an honor to be able to be invited into Little City. That's what, yeah, what Walker calls where, when his brain goes into this space. And, you know, Lolita had mentioned this Alice in Wonderland. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have that. I didn't know that there was a name. So, you know, how we can talk and share our struggles, not in a sense of nobody is a victim. Nobody is, you know, it may be a crisis, but it's it's not doesn't feel like one because we can lift each other up and keep climbing that ladder together. So I am just beyond honored that I got a chance to to do that because I literally had 30 minutes before I was about to go on stage. <laughs> and, um, you know, but it's not about me. It's about, you know, what God has given us, what God has put me through because he knew I was strong enough to be able to, not because of me, but because of him to be able then to pour into Walker. And, and, and obviously he has such a strong, amazing mama. Um, but gosh, what a gift and what an opportunity for me, you know, you, you, so thank you. You say that, you know, this is all for you. No, I mean, what the beauty and the power of community, right? So I just love y'all and anyone here listening, just know, like, I got 30 minutes for any of y'all. <laughs> if you need anything, give me a holla. <laughs> oh, you. thank you, Sheila. Thank you. <laughs> hey, Lolita, can, can I just can I just uh, pop in real quick and just say this? Oh, absolutely. I, 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 TM, uh, everyone, good morning, champions. What, what, what I really appreciate um, in the midst of so many things about you and your spirit and your leadership, I, I appreciate how you take time to help your Black son understand who he is and how to embrace who he is. It's extremely important for African-American mothers to help their black sons navigate through the struggles, their emotional struggles, their psychological struggles, their identity struggles. They are real because it helps us to become who we are as adults. There's so many black men who are broken because People didn't take the time when they were smaller. It starts between the age of three to five, right? Who, who we are. And so I, I, I admire your leadership um, and, and, and all that comes with your queendom, but it's the parenting for me 
because my mother took time to help me to understand there are no dumb questions. There are no dumb questions. Some people don't ask questions right now in Clubhouse because they feel their questions are dumb. There are no dumb questions. It starts with parenting. I honor you, I admire you, and I yield the mic. Oh my goodness, TM. Thank you so very much. Ah, so many things I wanna say. One is that our society um, wants to put us into a place where we forget the value of a black man. I feel I fully believe that truthfully and we can see it played out on TV. It's not that it always hasn't been there, it's just that it's up front and center. And if we believe the narrative for anything that is put on the news, we will forget ourselves. There's a forgotten us that is deep within us that can easily be forgotten and you are judged. Literally, I kid you not, let's talk leadership. When I, I was on my call um, last night, like I said, I do a every other week free Zoom call for power women. Like a lot of you all who are in the room, you can click on the link and register for it. It's every other Wednesday. But last night, after I do my regular thing, I open it up and I said, hey, you know, what's on your mind? What does anybody want to talk about? And there was a woman who said, literally, I just want to talk about, you know, this being Women's History Month and last month being Black History Month. We have these months, these traditions, these highlights, but why can't it always be Women's History Month? Why can't it always be Black History Month? Why can't it always be all of these affinity months that we have? And we got into this amazing discussion about um, Blacks in society. And it was really emotional. Um, and there's this one woman who was like, why do I have to beg not to be hit? Or hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. I can't um, put my hoodie on and I, and we started talking about how in corporate America, this is a true story, you all, I cannot even make this up. It is normal for a black person to be inside of a, for me, it was normal. It felt normal. From a young age, my parents were always talking to us about how to navigate in the world. And you think it's normal because that's regular discussions that happen. It doesn't become normal until you meet other people and you realize like, y'all not having those discussions at your table, right? It's just a normal discussion. And this discussion that I, I had in corporate when I first got there, I was the leader of the African-American Affinity Network, but it wasn't, I wasn't first when I came. And I remember going to a, um, a session and I remember uh, the discussion was the unwritten rules in corporate America. That's why I'm a fan of talking about unwritten rules. But I remember sitting in that room and it was in that room that we started talking about how you will be labeled as angry and aggressive and assertive. You will be labeled. And that's why in my book, I have Dear Angry Black Girl because I will not succumb to a label. But I didn't even know that was a thing. And this discussion was about how to react to that, how to control what you can control. What do you say? What do you say to that? How, you know, not leaning in in a one-on-one -on -one conversation with your manager, but literally sitting back 
not having your arms crossed in front of you, but having them to your side. These are real discussions that happen. I remember a discussion happening about braids I had in my hair and somebody encouraging me not to wear braids to my, in my hair to work because it didn't show up as professional. I remember those conversations and it's so amazing because not everybody has those conversations and it's not right, wrong or indifferent, it just is. And as we continue to move throughout society and we become more educated, right? We're talking lead model, we're talking about educating and empowering others. We know that there's a crown act. What? In 2022, there is permission <laughs> to now walk into a space and, and celebrate your hair but it is. I'm not saying it's right, wrong, or indifferent. What I'm saying is that it is. And when we acknowledge what that is, then we're able to now lead differently and effectively. Whether we're talking about bias, whether we're talking about leadership, whether we're talking about society, whether we're talking about personal and professional development, it is. So how are we going to show up and layer our leadership, educate and empower, assess, adjust, and address, and do your work. What is it that we can do today in this right now to lead on our lead ladder? Where are you standing? So I love that TM. That was a long about way to tell you, but yes, I appreciate you. And it is a difficult road. It is a very difficult road because I have conversations with my son that other people don't have to have. But what I do tell Walker is that it doesn't matter what other people have. It matters that I am gonna set you up as best I know how to navigate this world so that you can stand atop of your lead ladder and have the world recognize that you are Walker George Bishop. And what does that mean every single day when someone says your name and when you say your name, right? Oh, so good, thanks Tim. Love it. Ooh, I love that. Yes, right? So good, Lolita. Yes, okay, I am so inclined to talk to you guys about this strength exercise in a moment. Is there anybody who wanted to get in on the L, the E, the A, the D? The L, the E, hey, to the A, to the D. Okay. Hey, hey, Sonia. Loving Lolita, every word, Lolita. You, I love Keep what going. you're saying here. Go ahead, Sonia. I'm sorry. Thank you. We'll go, we'll go back to you, Louise. Thank you so much. Hey, Sonia. Hey, how you doing, Lolita? I have to tell you, I always love to hear what you share what you bring into a space. And I think so many people have to really let what you really stated and what you gave. It's not that you you just dropped information, you really deposited jewels into this room and into this space, especially when it comes to being a leader and leadership, because so many people don't realize that it's a navigation that we're doing. You're a beautiful, beautiful vessel for your son. And as you guide that ship, it's going through those rough terrains, but you have had such clarity that he is able to overcome those rough terrains, that iceberg. And that's what we want to be, is that example. So everyone, if you heard what Lolita said, and it resonated deep within you, Really get the understanding of what she's saying a leader is, because leading by example takes more than just being of words, but it's of actions. And so thank you, Lolita. I released the mic. 
Oh, so much power. Uh, and Sonia, you know what? Before we go over to Luis, I'm so glad you said that because I think I shared with you all a couple of weeks ago that uh, Amelia Antonetti, I don't think she's in here. She asked me, how do, how do people react to you uh, I forget the original question, but this was the ending question with the with the power punch that I want to leave you with. How do people react when you do your poetry or you speak? I was like, oh, it's always silence. <laughs> and I said, it's always silence. Now, that's not a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It just is an is thing. And it's an is thing because exactly what you just said, that's what made me think about it, is that sometimes we need to process what's happening. On my call last night, there was a woman there, Naomi. It was her second time there. I really like Naomi. Oh my gosh, she's from Australia. And Naomi was there and I asked her, I was going around, I was like, hey, did you wanna you know, add anything in? Because the conversation was so deep last night. And she's like, no, I'm just, I'm just taking it all in. I just, I really am taking it all in. And there was so much power in that. It's not good, it's not bad, it just is. And when there is a depth of conversation that helps you to challenge your thinking, celebrate who it is that you are, and then have some juicy conversations around it, like that is the essence of coaching cocktails and conversations. That is the essence of educating and empowering. That is the essence of, of empowering others to do their work. So thank you so much for that, Sonia. I appreciate you. Okay, um, we were going to head on over to Luis. Luis, are you still there? Yes, my dear. Good morning, Lolita and everyone. Breakfast with Champions. You know, um, I'm not going to take up time. I just wanted to say that Sonia actually put it perfectly. Everything I wanted to say, Sonia just said. So I completely, totally second all of it. Kid you not. I mean, there is such a beauty to what you say not just what you're saying but how you say it and it just it just it just lands so beautifully on the human soul and the heart and god has really blessed you blessed you he's going to do major things in your life lolita and so funny i pinged you just before i realized you were coming up on stage so you know you read my read my 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 message and we can talk later thank you so much guys love you bless you this is louise and i'm out well all right louise thank you so much i appreciate you I so do, and I will check that out sometime today. Oh, Stacy Luckett just came in the room. She has no clue what's going on, but let me bring her up because I just talked about her. Um, <laughs> that's so funny. Um, anyway, listen, Stacy, you don't need to talk, but sometimes you, when people can speak about you in a room when you're not there, you know that you are leading somewhere along one of these steps for the lead model. So, Stacy, why did I talk about Stacy? So many different stories I have about Stacy. Uh, it was specific about last night, I'm sure. Anyway, it'll come back. How she, how she talked about your book, Lolita. How she oh, yes, girl. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Jackie, who was there last night, too. Listen, Stacy, I talked about you because I'm talking about this lead ladder. And you don't really, you don't have to say anything, but I was talking about layering your leadership, educating and empowering, assessing, adjusting, and addressing, and then doing your work. And as I was talking about layering your leadership, I shared about the call last night for coaching cocktails and conversations and how sometimes you, me, I don't even recognize the power that is within me. Sometimes each of us, each of us have that. And if you say you don't, I, I don't believe you, but that's okay. Just dig a little deeper. Layering your leadership and how you were taking a look at dear anxiousness. And it wasn't until you were able to replay back by the 
by the stanzas what it was saying to you and how you were laying right beside anxiousness for so long did i really even realize like oh my gosh i wrote that right and how powerful it is because it is about educating and empowering and how that layer of leadership has always been there but sometimes just with life it gets suppressed down and down into the earth and how you were able to kind of bring that layer out of me yesterday to make me to help me to look more intently okay that was the long story in a summary of stacy thanks stacy <laughs> that was it <laughs> All right. Um, who up, else had... Now you got to let her talk. Now we got to hear. I know. Did she want to talk? <laughs> I don't know if she wanted to talk. It's really early there. Stacy, did you want to add in? I wish I could add in. <laughs> oh, Stacey. Good morning, everybody. Thank you, Lolita, for that. Those those poems are amazing. And, you know, I'm just an educator, honey. I was in here teaching to the the chairs and the, the the TV, everything. That that poem just made me sit up like a Doberman, honey. I I just it was amazing. And if you have an edu if there's an educator on the on the um call, if if you know anybody who um, teaches in public schools, private schools, charter schools, colleges put that book in their hand it is a game changer for your classroom i'm stacy and i'm done speaking oh thank you stacy i so appreciate you you guys well, can i jump in real quick i'm sorry no wait yeah you can't yeah. but let me tell y'all stacy really was teaching to the because after the call after the call right she was she was on the call like that's where i got all of the layering your leadership from but after the call she called me late night and say, I have got to read this to you. I've got to read it. You got to listen to this right here. And I'm thinking, well, I wrote it. <laughs> but she said, no, 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 you got to, I want you to hear this right here. So I just thought that was kind of funny. Okay, go ahead, Jackie. Listen, Stacy's downplaying what happened last night. Stacy, guys, when Stacy started talking about Lolita's poem, you know, as she said, she's an educator. She went through the whole thing. She broke it down. I mean, she we could literally see her almost standing on top of the table. She was all in. I've never seen that ever, Lolita, how she took that poem and broke it down and really stressed the importance of children and it being in the schools. So I just wanted to highlight that, Stacey. That was amazing what you did last night because I know that blew Lolita's mind because she never heard that either. So it was just amazing that that educator with the knowledge that she had, how she broke that whole thing down. It was amazing. Thank you. But Jackie, let me tell you this. You need to get to the part where it talked about my blood race. I know. And I was like, <laughs> the blood race, honey, blood is life. And life raced through every vein of the body, getting to where she needed the help. Honey, don't go ahead and get started. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Thank you. I was guys. like, why did it race, y'all? Why? Why did why did she not say, oh, it walked or it flowed or it trickled? No, there was an urgency that her body needed her and oh, 
don't let me go there. Don't let me go there. <laughs> this is what this was at eleven o'clock at night, you guys, when she was when she got to that part. So listen, I will read that before we get off the line so that you guys can hear it in case you haven't gotten a book, although you should get the book, but I'll I'll read that. So there's two things that I want to do in these 15 minutes. I want to Kate mentioned earlier about the uh, strength soul work that I do. It is very powerful. It'll help you to be able to layer your leadership and educate and empower differently and intently as you assess and then do your work. So I'll do that. And then I'll also read their anxiousness. Um, was there anyone who wanted to jump in before I do yes. one of those? Yes, Delita, I would like to jump in. This is okay. Lee. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing great. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm enjoying myself. Um, I know I've heard you uh, several times in the room and I love um, how you just give so much to pour into so, so many of us. Um, I, I, I most definitely need to get your book um, because I've heard your poems and like you said, it's, it, it will leave you speechless. But I wanted to go um, reflect back on the steps that you shared with addressing, adjusting and um, Assessing, adjusting, assessing. Assessing. Yeah. yes, 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 yes. And it really, um, it was um, really when um, TM um, has spoken and you responded to him. So um, I wanted to speak on being a single um, you know, parent. And um, I am uh, actually a, a mother of two grown men, uh, 33, 29, and then I have uh, a 16-year-old. Well, um, and I've been, uh, of course, divorced for for um, amount of years, um, you know, probably uh, about 20 years. Um, and since they're, you know, like in they're older now, but in having to um, raise boys is a major, major challenge. And so it was, um, unfortunately, I had to deal with um, my oldest son. Uh, last weekend had uh, just disappeared on us and it scared us. Um, no one knew where he was at and he kind of left a text message that was very disturbing and um, it, re it really upset me to know that, you know, he was going through what he was going through. And so, um, you know, again, the stress of just, you know, being a, a parent of, you know, of boys is one thing, but the, at the same time, you know, I got so busy with being caregiver, you know, being a provider, um, also raising a, a grandchild, which was his, which is his um, daughter. Um, I just got so, so, you know, busy with my life that I didn't see a lot of his, the signs that he was going through depression. And so the fact that when this came um, to my attention, I had to realize I never heard of him saying or speaking like this. And so um, this really touched home for me just for the fact that um, he, when he started pouring into me, because he finally, I had prayed about it all night, didn't get any rest. But when he finally reached, um, reached me, because I left so many several messages to uh, please call me, please, to, um, you know, just answer. He, the first thing that he said was, no one has, no one knows. Um, I, I have been expected to be like the man of the house. I have been expected to do this and provide for my, my children, da, 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 da. And I never knew what he was going through, but the fact that he 
told started spilling out and I was so grateful that he started sharing but I I I just um never knew that that's how he was feeling and he said that the divorce the um you know affected him in so many ways but we never had a family meeting to to address what they were going through as children so now that he's an adult it hits me because now I'm raising the younger son, 16, and I'm so busy with trying to make sure that he's getting what he needs, what, you know, giving, um, trying to get adult men in his life so that he cannot, you know, go down that, go astray, that I was not looking at the fact that my adult children were dealing with so much. And so this hits home for me again to say, I have to make an assessment of everything of what they have been through. And then to now that, now I can talk to him, you know, as, um, you know, as well, and pour into him as well, just like I'm pouring to him as he was a child. Because I Are you are you still there? Okay, maybe she cut out. But can you wait? Is she gone for you guys too? Uh, before yeah, I start talking? Oh, she's still talking. Adjust it. Oh. Adjust it. Adjust. Uh, you know the situation. I mean, make an adjustment to make sure that I am instilling still um, things that he needs. And that's that's why I say it was like an eye opener for me. I'm I'm sorry. I didn't mean to take up too much time, but I just wanted to say that those um things, those steps that you brought out, I had to relate to that because of a situation that I went to went through and um how you were talking about, you know, raising a son, a black son at that. So thank you um for allowing me to share amazing angel lee. Oh my gosh, that was so powerful. I apologize if I cut over you. I didn't mean to. It went out on my side. So I couldn't hear you. I thought you had dropped off by accident. Listen, I am so glad you said that because one of the things that even with my son that, that, and maybe we can, maybe I'll add this for next Thursday. I gotta, I gotta figure out the top, the topic that we're talking about, but is really seeing if they're depressed or if there's sadness that they're creeping into. Right. They're in the midst of a pandemic right now. They are in the midst of a different type of social environment. When I was younger, we would go outside and play with the neighbors. Like it would be get out afterwards. You were doing your homework. You were on top of it with good grades because you wanted to go outside. There were people knocking at your doors when the street lights came on. You came in. It was different. That's they're not there anymore. Right. I live in a neighborhood. The kids are not outside anymore. So this social development is very different, too. And it's so easy for them to shrink to shrink, to shrink. We were showing leadership because we were playing in around social environments. That stuff isn't there anymore, like it was for us. So we do have to be able to be in tune, which is very different. So thank you so much for saying that because it's starting at a young age. I'll tell you, my son, I read to him the other night, Dear Sadness, out of my book. I kid you not. Because I felt that where he was sitting was a deep sadness and it was an attachment to friends. And that is so important for us to try to get in front of. But I love that you said you became aware of it. And that's something that as parents, there's a dear single mommy in the book. It's because there are pressures in life that will will shape us. And if we don't have the eyes to be able to see it, it doesn't mean that everything is going to be amazing. There's no book for <laughs> there's no book for parenthood. I'm telling you, there's not one. And this thing called life we have to look intently right it's this lead ladder it is it's layering your leadership it's educating and empowering because you become aware 
that assessment and adjustment, I'm so glad you talked about that because it's also awareness is so important in then doing your work. Okay, I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. Such a powerful share. Okay, anybody else want to pop in? Okay. It, if you're if you're ringing, I don't know, so I'm gonna keep going. Just say your name if you are, because it's a really long stage. Okay, I am. Was that somebody? Yes, hi, Lolita. <laughs> I'm in my car. Okay. I'm, I'm deep into the morning routine right now, so I have a little bit of time before I have to hop out. So I just wanted to take the time to say what a powerful segment. Uh, I truly enjoyed it. I'm operating a little bit in the chat, but I had to make sure that I use my voice to celebrate everything that you said. Absolutely love it. But I am heading out. And one thing that resonated, excuse me, one thing that resonated with me was do the work, do the work for yourself, do the work for others where you can. All right. This is Shayna. I'm done speaking. Have a great day, everyone. Oh, thank you, Shayna, for leveraging your voice. I must say Shayna holds it down inside of the chat, you guys, right? Shayna is always on it. She is always reiterating the key points for folks to walk away with in case they missed it. So thank you so much for being an active member of Breakfast with Champions. It is so appreciated. And I appreciated that you leveraged your voice today. I'm such a fan of doing that. All right, you guys, listen, I only have 10 minutes left and I want to definitely be able to read the poem that Stacy. Um, it, it can't leave the page from in case it hits someone the same way because we are inside of a world of anxiousness. So I definitely want to leave that with you. And then I'll, op I'll open it up. We can do the strength exercise today, you all, because it takes a couple of minutes, but I'll add it to another Thursday because there is so much power inside of it. And if you have my first book, guess what? It's, 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 it's on Strength Street. So the entire exercise is right there as well. But I'm happy to do it inside of this room uh, in, a, in a couple of weeks, if not next week. Okay. Um, also, if you didn't get an opportunity to share today, you can. On my Instagram, there is a picture of this session right here. And you can just go ahead and add the comments there. I try to get back to everyone who chooses to leverage their voice there. But today we talked about the lead ladder. And I'm encouraging you to identify what step you are on in order to lead differently and effectively. The L was about layering your leadership, recognizing that you are power, recognizing that there's layers to you, recognizing that when you show up, sometimes those layers have gotten lost and forgotten, but you have the power to go ahead and pull those up. Also, you have the power to, to share with others what you see in them so that their layers can begin to shine differently. Sometimes they just have a couple cobwebs on them and we have to help others to be able to do that. Um, I encouraged you to do that with before a power woman this month. We are in Women's History Month, so make it happen, okay? The E was about educating and empowering. You don't need to hold on to, to every single thing, right? It's not proprietary. Somebody helped you with it, so why not help another sister along the way? Why not? Educate. Educate and empower others to be able to stand in the fullness of their greatness. Educate and empower is part of being an amazing leader. The A was all about assessing, adjusting, and addressing. And I say, you could play all around with these. You could, you could adjust, then address, then assess. You can address, then adjust, and assess. And we added awareness to that as well. And then do your work. Stay in your lane. And then delegate and disappear because part of being an effective leader, and that's why D is at the top of this thing about you doing your work, is because you don't stand there alone. But if you allow everybody else to play their role and do their work as a collective, we will thrive. We will thrive. 
when you do everything, you get nothing done. I know that's not only me who has experienced that, but you, you, don't, you don't get anything done. So let's make it happen and lead effectively. I'm gonna close with Dear Anxiousness, and then I'm gonna turn it on over to uh, the Mom Link team, who I know is gonna be hashtag amazing. I see all of them here. So excited to be able to turn this amazing power over to them, particularly during Women's History Month. And then I am a leader, I'm a, I'm a vice president of the uh, PTA as well. So I'm on duty today uh, with traffic. So I'm gonna leave, but I'm gonna be here right with you. All right, Dear Anxiousness, can we talk? Last night, I couldn't sleep. I tossed and I turned as my heart pounded like the drums of my ancestors. My blood raced. It filled my veins with the urgency of now. My mind, it fluttered. I was fighting confusion of what this war would and could be. Would I build a legacy? My lips curled as I asked God to lead me on a plight to fight for freedom, my freedom. Will my freedom ring from the mountaintops or fall in the rivers that flow from east to west? I ask myself if I am doing my best, dear Lord. As the light of the sun shone through my window, I hear the chanting of my tribe. I feel the intensity of now realizing that I am ready. Can you smell the freedom? On the other side of your mind is a tribe that stands for you. This is a war of words, thoughts, energies of my mind. I am seeking to find me. With an army by my side, my intention cannot hide. My anxiety, it will subside because my God is leading the way. I check my intentions and I smell victory. The history of yesterdays and the stench of ignorant ways, my senses are on high. I hear the birds sing with increasingly wild cries. I feel the girth from the earth. Can you feel it? My birthright has begun to rise inside of me, dear anxiousness. I see the fire across the land where we will celebrate the seven signs of completion. I touch my neighbor with the principle of Ephesians, the unity of these bodies fighting as one. I smell victory. Close your eyes and breathe. You are standing right here. So dear anxiousness, can we talk? This is to you for me. I love you, Lolita. You guys have an amazingly powerful day. If there's any anxiousness that is sitting beside of you, may you talk to anxiousness and recognize that you have the power to lead differently. How are you leading? And how are you either taking pieces of what fuels you or leaving pieces right there because you recognize that you are in control, because you recognize that you smell the victory of where it is that you're going, because you check your intentions right? And it says the history of yesterdays and the stench of ignorant ways, like you have your senses on high. So think differently, be differently and trust, right? Because you are a leader. You are a leader. And when you know that and you trust that and you believe that, then your army is always by your side and your anxiety will subside. Absolutely. And hands down. Thank you guys for having me. Click on the link and let's stay connected. I'd love to 
have you join me in my Women's Weekend Renewal Retreat, which is coming in September. It's coming quickly. So grab your seats. There are only 16 of those available and I'd love to see you in person. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.